This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Good morning, everybody. Today is October 10th. The year is 2022. Great time to be alive in this crazy world. And... uh, I did find out today is the Indigenous Day, formerly known as as Columbus Day. So it's a federal holiday. I don't think mailers will be delivered today because USPS is still a government-run company. However, tomorrow should be blockbuster from the Leeds perspective. But today, we're just going to go over our regular stuff. A few people had a really, really good week last week, so we're going to go and celebrate that. We're going to ask them what worked for them. And then uh, Mr. Lee Corbett is going to take us on his Motivational Monday's journey. So it should be a good session, guys. So so here's what the numbers are looking like uh, last week. So Erica had a blockbuster week. So six applications. So 88.30 in just a week. So Erica, what worked for you last week? That was a really good week. Nothing special. The same thing we always do. I just worked. Just worked. She works. So two words. She works. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then Landon had uh, probably his best week in uh, in a month or so. Let me see if, if Landon is on. Landon, are you there? I don't think I see Landon, but he had six apps for almost 7,000 in just a week. And then uh, a Wonder Woman had five apps at 6512. And uh, we're working on having her as an agent spotlight uh, this week. So hopefully we can nail that one. And then uh, Carrie Weisson had a pretty decent week, seven apps, 6,000 for her. So Carrie, what worked for you last week? Uh, Last week was all about getting scrappy. I think I had a total of 30 leads. Um, That was rough. So just worked really hard. It was, you know, some AIG, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to dig in a little deeper and uh, do some underwriting. And for you newbies, that just means reaching out to your upline. So That's same it. thing, got to have a lead. Have a lead. I'm going to add to the just worked. We've got to have a standing lead order or else you are the person that's talking to everybody in a grocery store line. It's one or the other. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's a leads generated business. And, uh, you know, scrapping seven apps for 6K, not a bad week, Carrie. And let's see what this week brings. Then Becca McKay had also a really good week, five apps, 5,900. She's on vacation now. And then um, talking about scrapping, we had uh, Jamar, nine applications last week, uh, 5,500 for him. So Jamar, uh, what worked for you last week? Okay, he might be out. You guys see his, uh, his uh, thumbnail over there starting soon. So showtime is starting soon. He must be lifting 350 pounds bench press right now. Okay, then we have uh, Sean Chadwell, five apps, 
41.23 for you, Sean. Not a bad week. So, Sean, what worked for you? Uh, making calls, setting appointments, running appointments, just listening, asking asking the right questions, and like I said, listening for understanding. And um, and then also sometimes you just got to make have them think through their own objections. Okay. What are some of your go-to questions that you like to use? Um, well, obviously, I mean, if it's a critical period, you know, elder couples, you know, what's going to happen to the home and then kind of directing them, you know, well, do you think the home, your kids are just going to keep the home and they're going to sell the home. And then that leads to, Hey, does it make sense to pay off the whole mortgage? The home's just getting sold or refinanced anyway. And so that's obviously dealing with the, uh, you know, the critical period where that makes sense for that, that couple or that person. Um, and, um, you know, and then for younger couples, it's really just asking the questions of, you know, why, why are they even looking into this? I mean, what's important to them? What are they looking to protect? That's it. Simple questions. And once you do it so many times, it becomes like shooting free throws. You have a little routine and it just goes in, right? Yep. Same, same thing every time. Same you thing. Know. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's This business should be boring in a way, right? A lot of people are looking for excitement. I'm not looking for excitement. You guys should not be looking for excitement. It should be just boring. Same thing over and over. Next thing you know, you wake up with 250 applications in a year. So uh, Coach K, uh, six apps uh, for 3K. Uh, what worked for you last week? I'm just showing up, putting in the time, booking out the schedule, and um, that, that was it. You know, just uh, staying, you know, basically just doing the same thing Sean's doing. So that's that's it. That's it. So so same old, same old, just going through the process. Like Lee says, married the process, divorced the results. And next thing you know, we are having one of the best performing agencies in the whole Equus Financial Shop. So, so great job, everybody. And I'm just going to open this up for Mr. Corbett so he can take us home for today. Good morning, everyone. And um, great week last week. Um, had a lot of strong performances last week. And we want to continue that going into the end of 2022. So once again, we can get 2023 started off, right? So um, this, this morning, we're gonna talk about um, your, your belief, um, your belief in you. Do you believe in you? And we're gonna uh, play something that I hope inspires you and we'll chat about it a little bit afterwards. So um, let's see here, I need um, share capabilities, sir. It's coming, I'm sure. So yeah, so um, some of you may have seen this because I, I have probably had a couple of you all watch this at some point in time. But um, this is going to hopefully give you guys something to grow on. So I hope you guys enjoy this um, by the great Tony Robbins, which I'm sure a lot of you've heard of, but you may not have heard this story. So turn your sounds up, listen in, and let's enjoy this ride. Rocky's story is this even, right? But Sly's is too. Sly's a good friend of mine. And when I first met him years ago, he's listening to my tapes and stuff, and he invited me over for dinner. We started talking. And I said, you know, I've heard your story from other people, but I'd really love to hear it from the horse's mouth. I don't know how much is mythology and urban myth and how much is true. So he told me his whole story. He said the essence of it, though, was 
He said he knew his whole life what he wanted to do since he was very, very young. He wanted to be in the movie business, period. I mean, not just TV, movies. And he, just, he said why was, for him, it was a chance to have people not only escape, but to inspire people. And by the way, that drive is what made most of his movies, inspire people to what they're capable of, to overcome unbelievable obstacles, because in his own life, he felt like he did that. When he was born, he was pulled out by the forceps. That's why he looked the way he did. That's why he talked the way he did. And he said, so I really want to do that. And he said, I knew why I want to do it, and I wasn't willing to settle for anything else. And he said, what happened was, I went out to try and get jobs, and it's not like I went, Hurdry, and they went, you, you're a star. And it didn't work out real well. They looked at me and said, hey, you're stupid looking. Do something else. You know, this? There's no place for you in that stuff. You're never going to be a star in the movies. You're insane. No one's going to want to listen to somebody who looks dopey and talks out of the side of their mouth. Right? And he got no after no after no after no. He said, I was thrown out more, more than 1,500 times in agents' offices in New York. I said, there aren't 1,500 agents in New York. He said, I know. I've been to them five, six, seven, eight, nine times. He said, I remember one guy went in there, and I got in there at 4 o'clock, and he wouldn't see me, so I stayed there, and I would not leave. I stayed overnight. He came back the next morning. I was still sitting there. He said, that's how I got my first job. The guy said, fine, come in here. And he sat down, and he went through this, and he gave my first movie. I said, oh, really? I thought Rocky's first movie. He said, no, this other movie, I've never heard of it. He said, I said, well, what character do you play? He said, well, I was in it for about 20 seconds. I was a thug that somebody beat up. He said, because they made me feel like, you know, somebody, people hate your guts. You getting beat up, it'll be a good thing. And he did like three movies like that. Never got anything. Kept going out. Rejection, rejection, rejection. So finally he realized it wasn't working. So he changed his approach. He said, I was starving, by the way. He said, I couldn't pay for even to have heat in my apartment. My wife was screaming at me every day to go get a job. I said, well, why didn't you? He said, because I knew that if I got a job, he said, I'd get seduced back and I'd lose my hunger. He said, I knew that the only way I could do this is if it was the only choice, if I burned all other bridges. Because if I did a normal job, pretty soon I'd be caught up in that rhythm and that stuff and I'd feel okay about my life and I feel like my dream would just gradually disappear. He said, I wanted to keep that hunger. That hunger was the only thing I thought was my advantage. He said, my wife didn't understand that at all. He said, we'd have these vicious fights. And he said, it was freezing. So I was broke. We had no money. And he said, so I finally went to the public library one day because it was warm. So I didn't want to read anything. So, so I went in, New York Public Library. He said, I was hanging out there and I sat down this chair and somebody left a book there. And he said, I looked down at this book and it were the poems of Edgar Allan, stories of Edgar Allan Poe. And he said, so I started reading it. He said, I got totally into Edgar Allan Poe. And he said, I know everything about it. He goes on for another 20 minutes telling me about Edgar Allan Poe. He knows everything, how he died, what it was about, what really happened. And I said, well, what did Poe do for you? He said, Poe got me out of myself. He got me to think about how I could touch other people, not worry about myself so much. And he said, maybe decide to become a writer. I said, just imagine Rocky the writer, right? And he said, so I tried to write a bunch of screenplays. Nothing worked, nothing worked. I were totally broke. He said, I didn't even have 50 bucks. And he said, and finally, he said, I sold a script. It was called Paradise Alley. He said, it's a movie I made many years later, but I sold it. And he said, I sold it for 100 bucks. He said, but 100 bucks was a ton of money, man. I was so thrilled. I thought, I'm on my way. But it never led to anything. And he said, so finally, he said, I kept going and going and going. He said, finally, we were so broke. He said, I hawked my wife's jewelry. He said, Tony, there's some things in life you should never do. He said, that was basically the end of our relationship. She hated my gut so much. He said, now we were so broke, we had nothing, no food, no money. And he said, the one thing I loved most in the world was my dog. He said, I love my dog because he gave me unconditional love, unlike my wife. And he said, so what happened was, though, we were so broke that to survive, I couldn't even feed my dog. So I went to a liquor store. He said, it was the lowest day of my life. And I stood outside the liquor store trying to sell my dog to strangers.
He said, I tried to sell my dog for 50 bucks. And he said, this, finally this one guy negotiated with me and bought my dog for me, my best friend on earth, for $25. He said, I walked away from there and I cried. He says, the worst thing that ever happened in my life. He said, two weeks later, I'm watching a fight between Muhammad Ali and Weppner, this white guy that's getting bludgeoned but just keeps on coming. And he said, I got an idea. He said, I, as soon as the fight ended, I started writing. He said, I wrote for 20 straight hours. I did not sleep. I wrote the entire movie in 20 hours straight. Right then. Saw the fight, wrote the movie. Whole thing. Done. He said, I was shaking at the end. I was so excited. He said, I really knew, man. I knew what I wanted. I knew why I wanted it. He said, just like you teach that formula. He said, but I said, man, I took the action. Now it's time to deliver. And so he said, I went out and started trying to sell it to agents. And they all would read it. And they'd say, you know, this is predictable. This is stupid. This is sappy. He said, I wrote down all the things they said. And I read them the night of the Oscars when we won. And he said, it was really good, right? The greatest revenge is massive success. <laughs> he said, so what happened was, he said, I kept going, trying to sell it, trying to sell it. Nobody go. I'm broke. I'm starving. He said, finally, I meet these guys. They read it, and they believe in the script, and they love it. And they offer me $125,000 for my script. I said, oh, my God, you must have been out of your mind. He said, I was. I said, just one thing, though, guys. you got a deal based on one thing. And they said, what's that? He said, i got to star in it. They went, what are you talking about? You're a writer. He said, no, no, I'm an actor. He said, no, 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 you're a writer. He said, no, no, I'm an actor. That is my story, and I am Rocky. He said, I got to play it. You know, I got to be the head person. I got to be the starring role. They said, there's no way. We're not going to pay you $125,000, take some no-name and stick you in that and throw our money away. We need a star, you know? And they wanted to have Ryan O'Neal play Rocky and give you a picture. Can you imagine? That's who they picked, right? And so he said, no way, Ryan O'Neal isn't Rocky, I'm Rocky, we do this whole thing, right? They finally, he said, they said, well, take it or leave it. He said, I left the room. I said, if that's what you believe, you don't get my script, and he left. Here's a man with no money, none, totally broke, offered $125,000 more money than seen in his lifetime, and he walked away because he knew his real what? Knew his real what? And why he wanted he was committed to it. So he said they called him a few weeks later, and they came and brought him back, and they offered him a quarter of a million dollars not to star in his own movie. He turned it down, $250,000. They came back, their final offer was $325,000. They wanted this thing. He said, not without me, and they said no. They finally compromised, and they gave him $35,000 and points in the movie, because they said, if this is going to happen, then you're going to take the risk with us. And the bottom line is, we don't think it'll work, but at least we won't spend a bunch of money on you. And they only spent a million dollars to make Rocky, and it grows $200 million at the time. I mean, it was done pretty well. But what's interesting about this is, here's, I said, what'd you do? I mean, even 35000 it's not a quarter of a million. That's a lot of money when you don't have 25 bucks. I said, what's the first thing you did? I figured you went out and partied or something. He said, I went to that liquor store for three straight days and hoped that the man that had my dog frequented the store. He says, I want to buy back my dog. I thought that was so cool, right? That was really cool. I said, what happened? He said, third day I was there, this guy walks by, and I see him, and I can't believe it, and there's my dog. And I looked at him, and I said, sir, remember me? And he said, it had been about a month and a half by the time this had all come about. And he said, remember me? You know, I'm the guy who sold you the dog. I goes, yeah, yeah, I love the dog. He said, look. He said, I was so broke, I was starving. He's my best friend. I'm sure you love him, too, but i got to have him black. Please, I beg of you. He said, I'll pay you $100 to the dog. I know you paid me $25. I'll give you $100. And the man said, absolutely not. No way. It's my dog now. You can't buy him back. Right? And 
the slice said, you know, Tony, you know, he said, know your outcome. I said, yeah, he said, I knew it. And he said, I kept changing my approach. So I went $500 for the dog. The guy said, absolutely no way. He said, $1,000 for my dog. The guy said, no amount of money on earth is ever going to get this dog for you. I said, what'd you do? He said, I knew my outcome, right? Because he listened to these tapes, kept doing them. He said, I said, I take massive action. He said, I got my dog. I just kept changing my approach, so I got it. I said, what'd it cost you? $15,000 and a part in Rocky. The guy's in Rocky. You know that dog in Rocky, butt kiss? That's Sly's real dog. Right? That's the dog. He bought him back. So, so he put his dog in the movie and he put the guy in the movie and paid 15 grand while he had 35,000. Isn't that pretty cool? Pretty awesome. So there's always a way if you're committed. Just got to keep changing your approach. So there you have it. I hope you guys really got the, the, the beef of that story, and that's believing in yourself and perseverance. And obviously, we have some people on this call um, that have persevered um, in, in their lives as a whole, but also since they got into the insurance industry. And that's what I want to encourage you guys today. Is first of all, make sure you believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, you, you've already lost the battle. But if you believe in yourself, and if you're willing to put in that work, to become better at your craft. I mean, you gotta be willing. Like he, he spent 20 hours writing that one movie. And so many of you guys know how legendary Rocky was. Like, here's a fun fact, guys. Rocky was the reason that as a kid, I, I drank raw eggs before field day when I was in elementary school. I drank raw eggs all because of Rocky. I didn't have any chickens to chase around though, but I did drink raw eggs because I was determined to be the fastest kid in school. Right. I was determined. I knew my outcome. Right. And here's the fun. Watch this, guys. I also be, not only did I become the fastest kid in elementary school, but I also became that fastest kid in high school. And I was one of the fastest kids in Georgia as, as well because of that commitment to to, uh, to to be one of the fastest kids that I could be. I mean, I, I literally got up, you know, back in the day. Some of you guys remember this. The television went off at night. And when it came on in the morning, we had Richard Simmons and Jane Fonda that we had these little workout shows. And I would wake up in the morning um, before school when TV came on um, to work out before I got to school because I was determined. I was this little bitty old kid, right? But I was going to be the fastest one way or the other. But you you got to be, you have to believe in yourself, guys. It's more of the story. And, and you guys, some of you all have so much, so much talent. Um, you have so much greatness inside of you. Some of you don't, don't even realize how much you have. But at some point in time, you got to do a deep dog search. Now, I will say this. Do not go hawk your wife's jewelry, men. Right. Don't go do it. I'm not going to make that, that, that advice, that advice to you. Right. Don't do that. But I do want you to believe in yourself. I do want you to pour into yourself enough that you're willing to read those books that Coach K is talking about. I want you to also take time to make sure you're in the training and you're taking that time to practice that we talk about so much. Why? Because you believe that you, I. I have greatness inside of me and I will fulfill it. And I'm going to do everything I can reasonable, you know, that to, to become successful in this industry. There's so many signs of success. You saw what happened last week, but you know, we got all these great folks on the team, you know, all the, all the success Roberts had, the, the litany of success that Dick and Connie has had, you know, Carrie showing day in and day out, weekend and one out, Marsha showing it, you know, Jamar, Coach K, Erica, new to the team, but just blowing it out of the water. 
So there's so much success that's around you guys. So much success. I can go on. But I want each of you to understand that you have it in you. I want you to go out there and persevere. I want us to finish 2022 strong. And I want us to get ready to go into 2023, guys. And I want you guys to go down fighting. I want you to, I want you to swing back every time, you know, you get uh, like leads won't probably be dropped today because uh, uh, or mail won't be dropped today because of um, the holiday. I don't want you to look at that as adversity. I want you to look at that as an opportunity to go um, get some sales out of some of your older leads. So now when your new leads come in, that's just more sales you have the opportunity to get. Instead of saying, well, leads don't come in today. Well, you still got leads that had an answer from the, from the weeks prior. So how about we call those leads, see if we can get a, a sale or two out of those, and then turn around tomorrow when your more other leads start popping. You go have your regular week out of that. So now you got an extra two leads, out of two apps out of the week. And who wins out of that? The client wins and you win. Because now you reached out to somebody you might not have otherwise called because you're determined to be great. You're determined to help people. You know that your life has purpose. You know what we do here has purpose. And I want you guys to stay encouraged. And I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to continue to persevere. So with that being said, we're going to get ready to enjoy this wonderful week. And Robert, back over to you. Well, thank you for playing that story, Lee. You know, you gave me a bunch of flashbacks. And, uh, you know, back in the 80s, when, when that movie came out, I was still living under communism. We did not watch those movies until 1989, okay? And, you know, I tell many people, you know, communism was defeated by McDonald's, Coca-Cola, and American movies. That's it. And what people were watching, um, they're watching Rambo, and they were making fun of Rambo, and they could not stop watching. It was one of those things. Yeah, this movie is stupid. Let me watch it again, right? Rocky the same way, right? And and that when when that American culture came into Eastern Europe, it was uh, game over. So, thank you for for reminding. And again, such a great story. You can watch that movie over and over again. So, good job.